that guard. Gentlemen, a bobsled is a simple thing. Yes, yeah, so's a toilet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. What's going on, guys? Outside the Beltline Radio, episode 23, Jordan episode. What's going on, Sean? Not much, my man. Dog days of summer. Oh. We're like three weeks from EPL Struggling. soccer. I can taste it. I can taste the fresh oh. pitch on Saturday mornings, fighting off a hangover, rolling over, turning on the TV. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Oh, it'd be so fantastic. You know, we've got the Tour de France going on right now, but I think we only got three more days of that, so... I think this Saturday I can roll out of bed and watch that, and then I'll have one weekend without it, and then EPL, so EPL. not too bad. We're, we're, we're on the home stretch, folks, the home stretch EPL. We do have some, some great uh, North American soccer going on right now, but EPL obviously is king. Speaking of North American soccer, Sunday we got the Oak City Classic. Big event going Big on. Big charity event here in Raleigh. We're competing as a team. We, we put uh, we, we had a little wager with Raleigh City Sports. We put 25 grand on it. Mm-hmm. Real, real cake, <laughs> official money, U.S. currency. They agreed. So, uh, so, you know, high stakes. Yeah, then we're not messing around this year. Uh, last year, uh, you know, was the first year we learned from our mistakes. We just missed winning like what four hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, just uh, just couldn't missed out on you. one stroke. One stroke killed us and beat up. Definitely not me. <laughs> I couldn't verify if it wasn't me since I don't remember anything. But it was you. It definitely wasn't me, Chance. You were the 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 worst player on the team, hands down. Taylor and Trish will verify. We've talked about this in the I'm past. I'm a motivator though. That's the thing. I, I I build our team up. We should be fine since I won't black out this year. We'll be all right. I'm not gonna drink too much. Have to kind of be there in somewhat of a representative official fashion. So I can't get too blasted, I guess. Hey, yeah, still have a couple, have some fun. Exactly, should be, should be a great day for charity. Raise some money. Little rain, so I'm wondering how uh, the greens yeah. are going to be. Real slow. Oh yeah, definitely going to dampen the greens. You know that that turf. You know it it, it can it can be tricky, but uh, hopefully you know weather cooperates. That'll be a big key factor in the uh, in the success. But uh, it's going to be a blast. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy it's this weekend. It kind of snuck up on me. Uh, we're, our jersey idea isn't going to be as great as last year, but uh, it's still going to be a good time. Yeah, should be uh, should be a great time. In other somewhat local news, we had uh, a little Canes action. Longtime Hall of Fame radio broadcaster for the Canes, Chuck Caton. I wouldn't say was let go. There was somewhat of a contract dispute, and yeah, uh, he so didn't I... take the deal they offered him because I believe it was under what he was getting. They're going to save money. Um, Dundon being a bottom line guy saw the bottom line and saw that this was an expense that he didn't want to didn't want to go after. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't like how they're not being clear about the situation. Essentially, being that he was let go, this that whatever. So they extended him a one year contract. I'm guessing it was below his current pay, whatever this that, and he was like, you know, it wouldn't be in good taste or whatever to accept that, so I'm just going to walk away. So they gave, they gave him a yeah. chance to come back if, if it wasn't about the money, this, that, whatever, and he really wanted it, whatever. He, great guy, fantastic. Unfortunately, as somebody who even loves radio, listening to games on the radio, nobody listens to the games They were drawing less than 2,000 people on a, on a radio broadcast. That's And how unreal. many of those are just people who happen to have their radio yeah, always on 99.9? Like, all, like yeah. I know growing up, my I dad live, had yeah. it stuck on New York Sports Radio. That didn't change ever, but, like, I, uh, I'm surprised I, 2,000. 
Yeah, that's not a lot at all. The uh, my thoughts on it. I'm a bottom you can't line even person. Get that many people to I'm show a, for a game. I'm a businessman, not business a businessman. Man. And I can see how see that a lot of people have been noting. It's like, well, how much are you really saving? Like forty thousand? Because now they don't have to fly a radio guy out to all these games. When when you look at you all the costs, you kind of get it. He probably makes just over six figures for the year, I think. Plus all the expenses involved in bringing yeah, a radio you know, guy that, with when he you gets everywhere. his own room. Um, you know what? That's little you know, things add up. That's probably man. another. 10, he, 15 he, grand he's probably plus. close to a quarter of a million dollars a year when it comes down to it. Yeah, Something overall that, that might be a little exaggerated. We got to think, you know, they're traveling for 40, 41 games. You know, that's flights, that's hotels, at least forty one yeah. flights. Any and, sort of stipend. Yeah, you know, so, you have I mean, to get a per diem, this, that. And I, I realize that that it's not enough money to put towards like a, another player or anything, but. It's, save it towards that scoreboard. It, there's, there are things like it's odd to think of like a professional sports team putting away a rainy day fund, but like it, money matters. So no, I I like the fact that you're not wasting any money and you're kind of getting to a bottom line and realizing like it's about the hockey. Radio is kind of dying. Yeah. So Forslund and Trip Tracy, their uh, color broadcast will just be broadcast over the radio now. Um, so. There is no radio guy. I'm curious. Uh, we don't have a play in front of us to broadcast, but can you give me your best uh, radio your radio call for the next uh, audition here? If they were to audition someone else for minimum wage, I know you would take it. I would take oh, it yeah. too. Uh, Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull give, up like a, a Rangers play here and like try not to a Rangers play. Give a well, Canes it's gotta play. be Canes. Okay. Well, yeah, like I want to try to be like uh, like pretty accurate in it, like names and this that. You know, you I bring can, up the Canes last year. You Canes can bring up a Turbo goal, Aho goal. Goal. Let's see here. The uh, so what we'll do here is we'll both do a call on the same goal, and then uh, on Twitter, you guys reach out, let us know who uh, who had the better call. Who you'd rather have doing the call this upcoming year? Oh, it's kind of loud here. You have to mute Caton's current yeah. call. Great radio. It's just like a shot from the uh, from the crowd, so it's I'm probably not going to be able to give you names here, but I can do this. Okay, here we go. All right, B will go first. All right. It's from the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Minnesota Wild on October 7th, 2017. Here we go. All right, Kane's moving left to right on your screen here, uh, coming back, entered the zone, uh, spreading it out down low up to the top left point, swung back down to the right faceoff dot, ripped, and tapped in past the left blocker, the goalie there, Kane's goal. No excitement there. I know, well, I, I wasn't sure, entirely sure what was going on. I'm watching it on my phone screen here. Probably should have tilted it to the Scott side there. That might have helped uh, a little bit. So I think one thing about radio that makes it so tough is like you have to truly paint the image. That's why I, I started with the left moving or left or right, right on your screen here. So then well, you get that. Well, on your that. screen, they don't have a screen. Well, in your radio, on your broadcast, yeah. they still say like on your yeah. whatever, I think, on the radio here. So right. I'll roll it back to you. They score about 19 seconds in if you want to. You, right. you can watch the play one time and try to get a feel for what goes on and then then run it back one more time. We you know, we got a little downtime here. Slow week. Slow week. Yeah, slow week of sports. I think I'm good. Yeah. Kane's coming down the ice. Into the zone. Aho out wide. Skinner in the middle. Turbo. Aho. Goal! 
That's little, what I got. Little soccer related. Little there, soccer you know, related. I, I like I to drag it that, out. You know, I'd hit like a goal horn real quick. Yeah, like I'd just hit that like the club horn, the club blast, or the mm-hmm. hater horn. That or is gonna like that. come out really loud into your ears. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. We don't we don't usually get really loud. So you know, maybe wake some people up if uh, people are actually listening here. Yeah, the uh, give you a little shock while you're sitting at your desk or riding in your car. Uh, <laughs> But the whole Caton situation, like we said, Forsland and Trip Tracy, uh, a lot of teams have been switching over so their color guys do the call on radio, mm-hmm. which I get from a money aspect. You know, it it's makes not like, too much sense, unfortunately. It's and, one of those things that just gets going to phase out. Yeah, and this will sound odd, but like NHL doesn't have like the giant TV deal like NBA and NFL. These teams no. don't make as much money as an no, NFL no, 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 or an no, no. NBA yeah. team. The, so the like, NBA is able to give out those huge contracts because of those great TV deals they have. You know, and as as we're big hockey guys, unfortunately, your average person isn't a big hockey guy, so um, they're not generating the the revenue that the NBA is. So, I nevertheless still. Uh, had some pretty good signings for the Canes. Got DeHaan from the Islanders. It's going to be... I think the Canes are going to have a really versatile defense this year. Uh, which is odd because I thought at times it was the weak point last year. But uh, after shipping some people up to Calgary, I think uh, kind of switched it over. Goaltending situation. How's it going to pan out? You How's think that? Darling's able to... Who'd they bring? They brought in... Peter Morazek. Yeah, Morazek so he was from a long, Detroit. He, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. was technically from the Flyers. Long time with Detroit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Darling this offseason, he stayed in Raleigh this offseason, which I think little things like that matter. Yeah, especially for head cases like yourself, and he is kind of a head case. He's down like 15, 20 pounds. Follow him on Instagram. He's a big guy. He's looking trim. He's looking trim. I think so, because you're you're quick, a little bit quicker then. Yeah, true. Less Uh, less to weigh you down. Working out a ton. I I think it's his year. There's a great article by Luke DeCock from the NNO Mm -hmm. about how, like, Scott Darling is getting ready for the biggest year of his life, and it's really true. Like this year is could huge. For potentially him. catapult the Canes. Yeah. You know this. You know new ownership. You know goalie finally he gets could, hot. This that whatever could change the next you know five years in Carolina. Yeah, he could People be talking about Carolina leaving town. Now it could yeah. be Carolina winning the Stanley Cup again. I I think this is a playoff team for sure. But uh, I think they'll contend. They, they they won't be out of it like two months to go in the season like they usually yeah. are. I think they'll contend down the stretch, and uh, they'll make it interesting. I agree. But the backup goalie, Peter Mrazek, like we mentioned, long time uh, Detroit, not really long time, but Detroit Red Wing kind of came up through the system playing with the uh, Grand Rapids Griffins. I think he's a great goalie. He lost his, when he left for Philly. Kind of a similar situation with Darling. Well, you know when you lose the team you, like, you go up with? It's kind of a new scene, yeah. a it, new coach. I think a coach. And didn't in he like kind of like come and like um, like be in like fill in for an injury and then like he came back and healthy and like he never got consistent shifts in Detroit, right? Yeah, so he, he was kind of like in the for, uh, uh, Jimmy Howard when Jimmy Howard went down with an injury and he got hot, but yeah. when like you're paying somebody like Jimmy Howard that much money, it's it like was you the, gotta uh, bring him back. Shit, in. who was the Rangers goalie who then went to Edmonton? I have no Why idea. Why can't I remember his name? Holt, not Holt, Jesus Christ. I don't know why I can't remember right now. It'll come to me in about 20, 30 seconds here, probably. Good looking dude. A great little beauty on the ice. <laughs> man rocket. Goalies, man, goalies. Yeah, but I, I think it'll be a good year for goaltending. Uh, I expect Darling to be the number one, and I'm hoping he can get his save percentage up a little bit. I mean, it was just easy ones, easy ones that he was missing last year that I think will... For confidence, I, a lot of it with goalie is confidence, where your head's at, 
As we mentioned, he's kind of a head case, but he's been working, acclimating himself to the area. Just got a new dog, a Great Dane puppy, Moose. I believe Moose has an Instagram. I follow him as well. Some great pictures from uh, Darling and his girlfriend. He yeah. went played for Team USA this summer out in Austria. He did, yeah. So, so I, I think a lot of he's things been trying, are pointing, He's been yeah. putting in the work, you know. He's It's uh, pointing in the right direction. He's doing some things with the community. That like, guy, Matt, looked it up. Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot Cam was the Talbot. goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got hurt, came back, played fantastic. Didn't, didn't lose a whole lot of games. And, like, Lundqvist was healthy, and they were like, I don't know if we can bring him back. Like, you know, is that whatever? And they were like, well, Blunk was our starter. We got to bring him back. But uh, I think they ended up trading him. They got something for him, but they could have got more. Yeah, the whole goalie peak, situation, but... like when you bring a backup in, it's like, is it a band-aid? You got to play the hot hand. Yeah, like, is it that's a band-aid? Like... Is it a full fix? If they get hot, do you play them? That's but my thing I always cold... heard about in hockey is you, you got to play the hot hand. You got to play what's working. You know, until whoever falters, you got to keep them in there, you know. You can't take a guy who's, you know, won eight out of his last ten just because your starting goalie came back, you know. Yeah. If he loses two of his next three, yeah, then you yank him. But, you know, I don't know. I agree. Definitely got around the hot hand. Uh, switching up pace a little bit here. This uh, past weekend we had an ICC, which stands for International Champions Cup game in Charlotte. We had Borussia Dortmund play against uh, Liverpool Football Club. Liverpool's got a pretty big following around here and in the United States in general. They're probably the most yeah. followed team in well, the U.S. Well, they're a partial U.S. owner. The guy yeah. uh, the guy who, who owns the, the Red Sox. Sox, John Henry, I yeah. believe is his name. He's a uh, partial owner in Liverpool, so a big American presence. LeBron also got a stake Yeah, I believe he got in on that. But, you know, they were kind of like uh, made a Champions League final last year, obviously, so it was like a good team to follow for like someone who's getting into soccer. And then you got U.S. Uh, Wonderboy, yeah. Christian Pulisic on the other side. Yeah, Pulisic on the other side. A Dortmund team that is, like, a, a really great Pretty team. Pretty stacked. They kind of underperformed like, yeah. in the, the Bundesliga last year. But uh, but I uh, had a good game. Pulisic had a brace, just missed out on the uh, hat trick. You know, they had a PK, and uh, I think that, Goats was going to take the PK, and Plissa kind of walked out to him and was like, hey, man, like we're in the United States. Let me get this. This is my shit. So, like, my turf, my PK. Yeah, he took it. Uh, looked like it was a good crowd there, predominantly Liverpool, obviously, as we mentioned. I uh, So there's a little incident post-game, though, that I, I kind of want to get your take on. I kind of want to see what you think. Okay. Uh, Plissa doing a little post-game presser, and in the background, you can see this kid in this yellow jersey sprinting across the field. <laughs> Takes a, gives a little like hezzy on the security guard, gets around him initially, gets to Pulisic, and like has a sharpie. He's wearing a Pulisic jersey, and uh, like right as you have to do it, a security guard comes and snatches him up and like runs it him away. It did happen like awfully quick. I saw the video and I was like, that was pretty like like I was shocked that like Christian even knew what happened. And uh, like two security guards pull him away. He was probably like twenty feet away, and Pulisic like ran after him and like got to the kid. I don't have. Uh, I didn't have any volume from the video, but I saw pictures and kind of, like I said, the video. And plus it kind of like went up to the kid, like was like pleading with security to let the kid go. Uh, they let the kid, I'm not sure if any charges came up of it. He was like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Max. He got a pic, he got a selfie with Plissick, got his jersey signed. What is your thoughts on this? Did Do you think Plissick did the right thing or No. I don't think the person who should should be being criticized here is not Christian Pulisic. Regardless of what happens, he's he's going to be the good guy in the situation. If he stands there and they yank him away, 
it's you know people doing their job. Kids not supposed to be on the field. You know he he hey he goes over to the kid and says hey come on let's let's make this happen let's do this quick and then like you guys basically do whatever you want like that's not his call. I, I don't think Christian Pulisic is like this kid can't have any charges this that whatever like where the fuck is this kid's parents yeah. like twelve year like that kid knew what he was doing. It's not like he was young enough to where like he kind of like wandered down there and then realized what was going on. Like he's old enough to know like um this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm, I've seen people do this before. Run on the field, take a selfie, this that whatever. Like at least it was like I'm all for a streaker. And during a game, but it's like, come on, like, fucking during the game, really? So at least it was after the game. Yeah. Didn't interrupt anybody else's day. Doesn't ruin anybody's day, you know. I don't know. The parents, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, so I, I kind of have similar thoughts on it. Thank God it happens all the time during the game with Cristiano and Messi. Yeah. In like, so I'm glad it was post-game. What, what kind of sucks is like, because uh, Pulisic showed, like, acknowledged him and the kid got what he wanted i'm not sure if like i said what the thing was it reinforces doing it so i feel like it opens the door for a lot more people to do it Mm -hmm. that might be a soft take a debbie downer but i like that's what i think kind of sucks we're gonna see like a public service announcement from christian pulisic like like, do not run the field please don't like i'm sorry the uh but so I I think that I think security obviously you got how do you let this little yeah, kid come on the first hezzy he put on the guy sold him out of his shoes I uh, so that's cool and also I think like you know people don't fucking run on the field to see Joe Schmo no you know that's like and a, the fact that people are running on the field for Christian Pulisic that's pretty good for American soccer I think in you Charlotte know, like you North said, Carolina Cristiano yeah. Messi see? Christian Pulisic you just mentioned him in the same context I'm just saying yeah the. Uh, very cool. Uh, I think, it, it, yeah, I, I I see it both ways. It sucks that I kind of not happy that it happened because hopefully that means hopefully grown men won't do, start doing it or like parents be like kind of pushing their kids to do it. Surprise! You know one of would. us has neither done anything like that. Like we've been to so many sporting events. Like I don't know. See, Messi play could have done it to Messi. Yeah, we were there. Saw uh, Neymar playing. Saw Brazil. Come on, a lot, a lot of people. Pulisic play could have done yeah. it then. Still, I, I, I'm I, still I could so never mad know. that I ran into DeAndre Yedlin and Bobby Wood in Denver, but Christian Pulisic wasn't with them. Oh my god, I would have had my dab shirt on, man. I could have got the picture dabbing with all oh, the dabception. It would have been insane. Dabception, dabception, in new word, Liter- alliteration for you. <laughs> new word there. Uh, so kind of sticking, as you mentioned, it's a little bit of odd sports week. Very slow, just baseball going on. One story that I heard a little bit about uh, coming from college football you know they're doing media days and whatnot mm-hmm. comes out of the pac-12 conference Ooh, the west coast west coast doesn't get a Pac-12 whole lot of love usually pac-12 after dark west coast uh, bias we got our raleigh boy here bryce love sanderson uh, uh wake force rollsville high yeah, yeah, uh out at stanford Heisman finalist last year was projected first rounder came back to school to finish his education mm-hmm. um he so usually like He's in. The, he's. I would say he's probably the favorite, if not Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, to win the Heisman this year. And at these media days, the conferences kind of like to put these top athletes out there, get some good sound bites, some good interviews for all the radio and media. And uh, Bryce Love wasn't there. He didn't go to uh, to media day. Alternatively, he uh, went to summer school class because he wants to graduate in in December, presumably to get ready for the draft. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit under fire. People saying that he's unprofessional, and 
so I saw I saw various tweets from media members, unprofessional, and then people are like, well, when he doesn't, because these are the people who vote for the Heisman. When he doesn't win the Heisman, you might know why, because he skipped out, like, does he think he's big league? That's the biggest fucking joke I've ever seen. If you expect professionalism, pay him like a professional. Yeah, he's there, if you, you stress an education, and he's there to get his education, you can't then... Uh, patronize him for not him. showing you up. Can, you can comment, you can give your opinion on it, but you cannot criticize him in any way, shape, or form. And the thing is, like, yes, like, unfortunately the way the media works these days is everything is clicks-driven. It, it doesn't matter if people reading your stuff, how well it is. If you're generating clicks on your website, ooh, um, that's how you're making money. And, you know, Big names like Bryce Love, potential Heisman winner, that that's a big name that they want in the article. Yeah. So I understand their frustration, but they're acting like, like children. children. These they're are prof- acting yeah. like children when the children are acting more mature than they are. The uh, and, you know, it's a student athlete. Like yeah. We, and like you said, he's doing it to better prepare for the draft. Like obviously he wants to have something in case he has to fall back, football doesn't work out. But, you know, he's preparing himself both for life and for football at the same yeah. time, and people are going to fucking criticize him for that? Eat shit. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think it was... Un- I I was honestly, like, my jaw dropped when I saw that. Uh, the You can't... You simply can't criticize a college kid for something like this and not pay them. Yeah. If you want him to be focused on football, pay him. That, whatever. It, pay the it's man. like, really? Like, really? Like, fuck off. Like, if if everybody's not going to be there, it's, I'm guessing, was the entire team but Bryce Love there? No, no, they don't bring the entire team. They bring, like, certain star players. Exactly! The fucking NCAA trots out these star players so they can get more attention, more clicks, more this. It's sick. It's fucking disgusting that, like, people aren't fucking more aware, like... Get a get a fucking life, really. It's it's asinine that you know you're gonna have media criticize him. You're gonna have fucking school officials probably criticizing him. This, that, whatever. Even what you you read a quote off earlier, like somebody the, from the NCAA the Pac-12 talking about commissioner it. Commissioner was like, you know, we would have really liked him to be there. It's like you know what you're saying that he's a student athlete. He's doing a great job being a student. It's unfortunate he's gonna be here. Hopefully, he can make himself available at some point in the near future. But this is the way things are. He's a student athlete first. That's what we stand by. He could have made. He would have fucking. They would have come off as heroes. They would have. Oh, this is such great. You know, yeah. could have distracted from the whole. Why aren't these kids getting paid? And, you know, now it goes this direction instead of pivoting and make yourself look like a good, good commissioner or a good league. I I agree. It is like a clicks driven. It's all about the clicks, and they certainly will get these for hot takes on Bryce Love not showing up to media day. Exactly. Like I said, local kid. Yeah, now, you're welcome. You got what you wanted. You know, you got your clicks. Now there's a fucking media storm coming on. Like. Yeah, it's, it's a shame to see. So, uh, we're actually... Uh, nope, that pretty much do, does it. You got a coin for a coin flip I here. did, it's right there. I was about to be like, I left it here the whole time. Where did it go? All right. uh, I'll call it. Alright, that sounds good. Heads. It, it is, is tails. tails. So, my quick little time to shine. <laughs> Just dropped my phone. Uh, so, this past... I believe it was the past weekend... Might have been the weekend before. Uh, the new season of Last Chance You came on Netflix. Last Chance You chronicling some uh, 
community college, JUCO football teams across the country. Previously, they've done East Mississippi Community College. They're now doing Independence Community College in Independence, Kansas. Ooh. Uh, only two episodes in. Seems like it's going to be a pretty good season. The uh, kind of like star person they're talking about is uh, Malik Henry, uh, was going to be like the man down at Florida State, quarterback-wise, and kind of just got some team issues, got... I don't, I'm not sure if he's kicked off or he chose to leave. They'll probably go into it a little bit more. They kind of chronicle each player, give them their own episode the a little bit more That's in depth. Cool. Yeah, the uh, but great season so far. The coach is quite the character. I think I heard somewhere he's like a mix of uh, Eastbound and Down, Danny McBride <laughs> and Stevie Janowski because he talks like Stevie, but he acts like Danny. I was watching. Uh, Eastbound and down the other night, my roommate had it on, and I was laughing. It's, it was my favorite part so where funny. he goes on the announcements yeah. and like makes the speech, and then he runs out and like or walks out the doors, and the janitor just like, "Where the fuck is he going? <laughs> it's still first period." Yeah. That's the best part of the whole show. And yeah. Maybe Ashley Schaefer, but Ashley Schaefer BMW. Plums. Uh, but it's definitely definitely check it out. Hour long episodes, probably going to be a great season. It's kind of always cool to see like watch these kids like. It, it comes out perfectly right now because it fills a void for football for me. And uh, then you kind of, at the end, they tell you where, because it was filmed last season, obviously. They tell you where the uh, the people are playing now, so you can kind of look for them this year. I know a lot of uh, guys from East Mississippi are playing down at FAU with Lane Kiffin. Ooh. So I have a little liking to them. But go Owls. Go Owls. Uh, <laughs> So that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Uh, if you're going to the NCFC game this weekend, keep your eyes on the lookout for a new TIFO. Coming from OTB Radio. And uh, if you see us ooh, at a, a Oak City Classic on Sunday, uh, shoot us up. If you say you listen to us, well, maybe we'll buy you a beer. You know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Depen- maybe. Depends who. So, you know, bring it up. You right. know. Follow us at OTB Radio on Mention Twitter. it to the bartender for sure. They'll definitely help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, exactly. Tell that them. won't okay. piss them off. So. <laughs> what is the shit everybody's been telling us? All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy your Friday. We out.
song, yo. We used to rip our city. Running through the school hall just before our basketball pet rally jumped on. My house, my home, my hood. My brother, my sister, my cousin. My they were there from the beginning, been with me before I even knew what being with me was. Dog, this glass at it. Never got y'all saying at it. But it's been the same old North Carolina's been been. Y'all, this getting it? Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? Oh, you thought we said we were coming with a whole lot of songs we were bullshit. Y'all, but I'm about to bring it home. Blow these melody, heal these things that is. 